Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You gotta tune in, we hit every target, you don't wanna miss, that's poor aim. Stay updated with the latest, these real shots, no pump fakes. I mean, what good is a nice trending topic, if y'all hear about it to a month late? I mean, where else can you get breaking news so fast, it's still under warranty. Only at the gun range, you would think we had staff members, ground zero in the future to go and see. Get it to you straight, that's point blank. Let it all out, then reload. Right back with it. Promise we can tell you everything you want to know about the game with the cheat code. That's beast mode. We can talk politics. We can talk fashion. Maybe even talk about sex. Who's asking? Wait, what? Analyze next year's draft picks. Bad run for recalls. Did he really catch it? Tell a few jokes here and there. Get a laugh in. Top current players in the has-been. Greatest debates of all time. I mean, you can only imagine. But you can come join us. Look into the scope and see now. Want to keep up with your favorite team? We probably got a head coach on speed dial. Do you think sports are a blessing and have a lot of questions? Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. Let me tell you. You're tired of looking for answers. Here's your chance to come and get it all at the gun range. Get it all at the gun range. You can get it all at the gun range. Come and come and get it all at the gun range. You can get it all at the gun range. Come and get it all at the gun range. You can, you can get it all at the gun range. You can get it all at the gun range. Come and get it all at the gun range. Welcome to Sports Talk on the Gun Range, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Mr. Daniels. Man, 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 got the co-host here whipping you here for another week of Sports Talk on the Gun Range, man. We appreciate everyone come, coming in. We got we got, we got, got a couple of shout-outs probably to give some folks, too. But let me go ahead and introduce the co-host on the show. I got Mike. Say what's up, people, people. What's good? Man, how you doing? I'm good, man. I feel great. You feel great? Yep. That's what's up, man. It's always good. You want to feel great in life, sending off that positive energy, man. It oh, comes yeah. comes back to you tenfold. You know, I've been oh. needing a lot of it recently, so it's just feel good to Uh-oh. get that in return. So. Oh. So. Message. Say <laughs> <laughs> so what's up to the people, Steve. Yo, what up, world? How y'all doing out there, man? Steve producing the show this week. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it's not turntables. No. <laughs> but, he did, but he's producing the show this week. So, um, yeah, man, shout out to him. He's not going to be in much. I'm purposely not going to ask him questions. we like, what is, I wonder, I'm going to ask questions that he really wants to answer. That <laughs> <laughs> sound about right. <laughs> but, yeah, man, but, um, man, go ahead and say what's up to the people, Guns. What's going on, people? Y'all, welcome to the gun range, man. Good vibes, good vibes. Let's get it, man. That's what's up, man. Y'all got any shout-outs you want to just give out? Uh, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I told y'all I needed the positive vibes, you know, so just mm-hmm. made a shout-out my mom's. Uh, 
you know, out of the hospital and everything. Everything's great. Everything's on the positive and up and up. So, just shout out to everybody that showed love, you know, and, and, you know, helped me to, you know, muscle through that process for her sake. Yeah, much love. Good vibes there, man. Prayers, everything. What's up, guys? What you got? Man, shout out to the homie, man. Keith Murray, man. Uh, Showing love to the movement, man. Definitely wanted to... Uh, shout him out You know He's definitely You know Showing love to the movement So shout out uh, Keith Murray man Almost deaf Most deaf I was like Is Keith he doing Murray somebody's like Is he doing an imitation <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't realize I couldn't figure it out I was like This guy He's hilarious But yeah man So of course We got a lot of topics To talk about today uh, Going into the NBA Finals and then a couple of the pictures, little trade scenarios afterwards were there. Then we got, of course, touch on the NFL. And the NFL is just, can we just all agree, NFL year-long always got something to talk about, right? Of course. Yeah. It's course. just, it's a beautiful thing. It's designed NFL. that way. Yeah. It's just a real beautiful thing for the NFL, man. And then, um, you know, got a little stuff uh, in between we're going to probably bring up. You know, got to talk about some music. Yeah, of course. Know, some stuff dropped last week. So we got stuff dropping this week. Ooh, we got Nas dropping this week. Man, hold up. And I ain't gonna lie, I ain't looked forward to a Nas album since Stillmatic. It was back in 2001, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I ain't looking forward, because it was like, that's when Ether was on, and everybody was like, man, what he about to do? And he made that one mic song. That was, that was a beast. Yeah. I ain't looking forward to nothing since then, and I didn't even like that album that much, like as far as the beats. He has some ugly beats on there, but he... No, Nas. It's Nas, right? It's Nas Beast. But it's going to be nice to hear him on some Kanye. Seven yeah. tracks produced. Yeah, man. It's going to be Beast, man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man. So, let's go ahead and start with uh, NFL. So, you got Earl Thomas with the Seattle Seahawks. He's Uh-oh. actually holding out. He said he will not show up without a new contract. Right. I'm pretty sure you guys think he's believable. But, you know, a lot of other people want to know, do the Cowboys still have interest and bringing in the Pro Bowl safety. So, I just want to go ahead and start there, man. What you think? So, yeah, I mean, how do, you, how do you not have, you know, interest in it? At the same time, I don't really know if they're going to jump, even if he does make himself available. I okay. I mean, he's been tied to him, you know, for, for so long, especially ever since that game. But I, I don't know. I just got this feeling with, with what our front office is now. I don't see them jumping at that. Really? Yeah. I don't either. I don't see it either. And that's all because of Stephen Jones. I mean, I think if Jerry was the, you know, running the franchise as far as, like, personnel and making those type of decisions, I think Earl Thomas would have been a cowboy the time he said that he wanted to be a cowboy. Like, Jerry would have jumped on it right then and there. Right. So, this new... Um, era, not necessarily new era, but the way that Stephen Jones is handling, you know, far as like personnel decisions, I don't think he's something that he will jump on. Uh, I mean, of course, I want Earl Thomas here, definitely yeah. want him here, but I don't see the Cowboys making that moves. We got too much uh, other players we got to pay. You know, Earl Thomas want that contract too if we trade for him. So we'll yeah. see how it go. Let me ask you this then. What- what do you think of Earl Thomas would be value wise to our defense? Man, the way our defense is set up, you know, we just brought in uh, Chris Richard, so you know, we bring Earl Thomas in. He already know the scheme, yeah. um, you know, with the 
uh, with the Seattle Seahawks skin that they had that you know with uh, Chris Rashard. So I, I mean, I think he'll bring that leadership that we lost with Witten retiring. Um, and then of course, you know, he's an All-Pro safety, so you know he'll definitely help the our, our young secondaries, you know, fall in line as well. So I mean, it would definitely be a good pickup. I just don't think it'll happen. Do you see it as being an automatic thing, like day one defense looks different? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel One like. I mean, I just feel like Earl Thomas. He's part of a well-oiled machine, uh, you know, or was, you know, with the Legion of Boom. And as Guns alluded to, he's going to be bringing that with him already, paired with somebody who he knows. Yeah, we're going to see day one. He's going to have make sure that people are in their positions that mm-hmm. they need to be in and everything. Because how many times did we see that? Even as good as our, you know, uh, crop was last year. They were all young, and there's been several times where we saw them, you know, at a position or, right. you know, not taking the right angles and stuff. That's not happening with, you know, with Earl Thomas, I don't believe. So, yeah, day one. Now, do you think that was a mess up with Seattle on their part for their uh, management? As far as getting, like, not paying them? As far as them being in this predicament with Earl Thomas. Uh, no, I mean, I, I think it happens with every team. Yeah, honestly. It happens, absolutely. Uh I just I feel like he's somebody that they wanted to lock down, but specifically after this last injury, and and of course he's you know he's had his fair share of injuries, you know it's it's what's the case when he plays such a physical sport, but especially with this last injury, I think had he not had it, we wouldn't be having this discussion right now. And then on top of that, it almost I kind of get the vibe that Seattle's kind of rebuilding as is anyway, and I don't think I mean I. I, I really think they want Earl Thomas to be a part of that, but at the same time, I really feel like they're trying to, you know, restart that, you know, that franchise. Well, not necessarily restart the franchise, but start, you know, rebuilding. Yeah. And uh, One of those, like, soft reboots. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't know if they really want Earl Thomas to be with that and with the money that he's asking for. Okay. So, I mean, it happens, you know. Players hold out all the time, so. Okay, and I know you were saying that he wants a long-term contract. I don't know if that I don't know if that would like necessarily deter me from wanting to get him because you pay. I mean, you get what you pay for. When especially when it comes to, in my mind, especially when it comes to defenders, you do get what you pay for in the majority of the time. You get a couple of busts here and there, you know, Hainsworth and all that. Yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. for the most part, when you pay for a guy, you gonna get what you get out of him. Now, not be awesome, why that wasn't one of them, but. For one, they drafted that guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not drafting him. They traded for him. I mean, they picked him up in uh, free agency, but they didn't put him in the scheme that he was been in. And I'm yeah. like, how are you going to do that? <laughs> like, where does that make sense? But what do you see there? What do you well, see there? I think one of the big things, with based on the money that he's asking for, <sighs> safeties to me are, are kind of like running backs. Mm. That the value of the position is... Uh, you know, it's been devalued over the years. Uh, when you got these more athletic receivers, you know, you want somebody who can keep up with them, who can, you know, jump as high as them. And I'm not saying the safeties ain't out there can't do that, but but it does make the safeties that you, that can do it that much more in the spotlight. Exactly. Just like who do we usually consider, you know, the best running backs? Also, the ones that can catch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's it may not necessarily be like the main go-to. You know, shout out, you know, Steve. <laughs> On that one, 
with his lack of route running, but it may not be the <laughs> go-to. <laughs> but it's, it's definitely, you know, that's where people say, oh, well, you know, they're the best because how versatile they are. So I think the safety position is just kind of devalued. So with the money that he's asking for, it's, it's kind of hard for them to – I don't think any team's really looking at trying to, you know, do a whole lot. There's still some safeties that are available. Mm-hmm. That people just aren't jumping on for some for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. and then but then some like you know y- y'all know I've been bringing up Trey Boston you know all the time, like he's still unsigned and he was a solid player on a on a good defense, but right. that that position is just not what it you know used to be. Gotcha. As the game gets more aerial, you're right, and it is an offensive league, mm-hmm. and that's that's what goes on with the offense. So in saying that, you do have to pay your players. Yeah. And you can only afford to have, what, 10, 12, like, big contract players. The rest right. is just follow along. Well, the Cowboys signed one of them big contract players. And uh, they got Zach Martin, man. He signed a six-year contract extension. What are you looking at? What are you expecting from Zach Martin? More of the same, which is stellar work? Or what are you thinking there? See, we still waiting on the details of the contract, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Really don't know what the numbers are, but, you know, they pretty much confirm that, you know, the deal will get done. So More we'll guaranteed see. money than any other offensive guard. Well, yeah. offensive lineman. No, no, offensive guard. My bad. Offensive Had to guard. Back that. Had to back up off that. Yeah, but we're yeah, looking offense. at, I think, anywhere between guaranteed money, 35, 40, anywhere in between that number. But, I mean, it's good that they, you know, they're on the right track with it because, I mean, Zach Martin is very, very important on that offensive line. Played in every game. Every game, never hurt. And, he, you know, he does what he does all the, he does all the dirty work. Yeah. He does uh, all the dirty work. Four-time pro bowler, two-time first-team all-pro. Yeah. That's and a beast. That's a beast record. Yeah, that is. And so, definitely good. What I love most about being able to lock down, uh, you know, uh, offensive lineman is that's one of those positions opposite of well safety positions been devalued but when I like I guess where I'm going is like offensive linemen they usually get better you know what I mean after big contracts oh yeah uh, where you got a lot of you know positions quarterback receiver you know yeah. they get paid you don't hear about a lot of linemen tearing ACLs yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they don't really and then even if they do get hurt they're not out for you know what I mean like they, they hyper they ready to get back any, on that field yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. I mean they're the big boys so fair, you can get away with paying him and to like be that. fair you're not requesting as much from them either they're not they don't have to jump over people or do they just pretty much doing the same thing you want you want to pay them to do what they can do best yeah and, and he can do it better than anybody yeah basically I think, that's a, I think that's a big move, man. But speaking of guys that are getting signed, because we know that this is happening, what's up with the guys that have been signed and have outperformed their contracts? Like, what are y'all thinking there? So just to kind of highlight this, you got Aaron Donald. Right. Julio Jones. Of course, Earl Thomas. And you got Khalil Mack. Like man, talking about mostly some of these guys. Uh, big names, right? Big names, very right big there. Names. Yeah. You got two guys that's playing under the rookie contracts. Yeah, right. Pay the man. <laughs> like that's why. I, I mean, like these guys are the reason that your team is doing as good. More so, Aaron Donald than um, Khalil Mack in my mind. But even though Khalil's definitely beast, but like you got these guys that are they're the reason that people fear you on Sunday. Right. <clears throat> and I think 
I thought they should have redid Aaron Donald's contract last season. Yeah, was I would say the same thing. He you thought, should, you thought so too. They should have been able to lock him down, especially that they're making all these great, you know, free agent moves and yeah. trades and all that. He should have been a priority, but you know, with them. It just wasn't his time, though. I mean, uh, on your rookie contract, it's like the worst time ever to try to negotiate anything because if you do, they're not going to do it to your fourth year regardless, no matter who you are. Even with Russell Wilson, it was the same way, you know. Just a lot of rookie contracts. You got to play out that rookie contract before you can renegotiate it. True. That's how they do. True. But you also got guys that are outperforming the contract. So, like, put like this, man. He's the best defensive lineman period in, in the NFL. And he's overplayed the contract. Like, right. if anything, you want to send a signal out that if you're performing at, to the pedigree that this guy's performing at, we'll take care of you. That's what you want to do in a management perspective for or for uh, – for exposure, for everything, because it just works great for you. It's great news, everything. But why do you think they haven't signed him yet? You think it's because of that rookie thing? I, I think so. Like I said, like Steve, Steve hit it on the head. Like these teams want these players to finish their rookie contracts, and then once they finish their rookie contracts, then they, you know, then it's time to talking about it's time to talk about an extension at that point. And I think that's how the Rams are handling that situation with uh, Aaron Donald. But uh, <clears throat> Mike brought up a good point, too. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, as far as uh, – damn, Mike, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> 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 he brought up a good point, but I just can't remember what the hell he said. <laughs> but, but uh, which one? Who was talking about Aaron Donald? Just his outperforming? I mean, that was really him saying End that. of the day. <laughs> <laughs> But no, nah, I think that's how they are really approaching it, though. I think they just wanted him to play out that contract. And then, you know, holler at us when you're done with the contract. Let's see what Curious. we can talk about. Curious. Did J.J. Watt play out his rookie contract? Yes. Hmm. He that did. guy? Did he? <laughs> he played out the whole thing? Because I could have swore they no. laid out. Well, so this is the thing. Most of them years, you yeah. get that. Yeah, you play your four years and you get your fifth-year option. Uh, where is Aaron Donald? Is he just going into his fourth year? I think this is fifth year. Fifth year, just like uh, Zach Martin, both the same draft. So this, so this should be the time that that like they should have already been. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Make him a priority. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, you know, he is that guy. He should, he should be your priority above anybody else, yeah. and so. They should like, like you said, Ryan. They should have been talking to him last season about that. You know, yeah. and I get you may not want you know contract talks in the middle of the season, so especially having a great season and all that. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's Aaron Donald. You know, what I mean, it, it really shouldn't have been no talks. You should have just thrown out the check with a bunch of zeros yeah. and see if he was gonna go for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> he should be. The top pay. His contract should be fully guaranteed. Yeah, it yeah. should. And you know, like I said too, with uh, all the the movement that the Rams are doing, it's a lot of good vibes going around in L.A. You know, with this, uh, with the Rams, and you know, for them not to, it seemed like not wanting to take care of their best defensive player, that doesn't really send out a good vibe. You don't want to, you know, mess up that momentum that y'all got in the off season. You don't want that to go on to the the, the, the regular season. So, yeah, we'll see. 
Yeah, man. I mean, like, you look at what Aaron Donald's doing, hands down, beast. Like, he's one kind of player. But then you look, gotta look at another guy. You gotta look at a Julio Jones, who's outperformed his contract. What do y'all think about the Julio Jones situation? Should he be demanding a new contract? Does he deserve to get a new contract? Guns, what you think, man? Man, Julio, man, what top one of the top receivers in the league right now? Yeah, I so put him top two. number one, two. Him, Antonio Brown. Uh, man, I mean, what is he in his third year? This five year deal, I believe it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really too sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, Julio's a beast. I think he might have should have waited another year to kind of talk about renegotiating the contract. That's just me. But, hey, you know, he feel like he's, you know, top receiver. He feel like he needs to, you know, get paid like it. And I mean, I'm not faulting, for him, faulting him for wanting to get his money. I just think the timing of it is kind of off to me a little bit. Okay. So, let me just throw this at you. Um who was it that did it? Calvin Johnson outplayed his contract, said, hey, he didn't even have to hold out, but he said, hey, I've outplayed the contract. And what did they do? They went in there and they redid the contract because the numbers, they just speak for themselves. So if you're looking in real quick, but, Guns, but if you're looking at if you're looking at Matt Ryan, Getting paid what he got paid. Astronomical numbers. Yeah, he shouldn't have got that, but go ahead. Shouldn't have got it. Probably still highest paid quarterback in the NFL as of right now. Yeah. When you see that, and you're like, how is he? Where's his production come from, Mike? Yeah, exactly. But we got to look at the numbers, too, because if I'm not mistaken, Julio numbers went down this year, right? Definitely his touchdown numbers. Touchdown numbers. Touchdown numbers did go down. But that's because they, for whatever reason, they refused. They they did run the new offense this year. Yeah. But for whatever reason, his red zone, even last year, his red zone targets were horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They use him for chunk yardage, and if he don't get a touchdown off of a fifty yarder, then they find in DeAndre um, Freeman. They find a Freeman to go in, or somebody else, Mm -hmm. or Sanu, or whatever his name. But yeah, you know they find somebody else to get the <laughs> touchdown. The red, the Falcons' red zone offense passing wise sucks, but they got Freeman, so he makes up for it in certain cases. Another reason Matt Ryan shouldn't have got that contract. Exactly. But with that being said, that's not on you know Julio. Julio I mean, yeah. everybody really has Julio up there. Like you said, he's either one or two, pretty much, and he's looking. The thing is, he's not only looking out for himself, he's looking out for the brotherhood of wide receivers in general because Mm -hmm. his contract is going to basically determine, you know, where Odell goes and, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. as far as what bracket he goes into. So, Julio's doing this for the culture, you know, Mm -hmm. on his end. He's doing it for himself, too, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. He only scheduled to make, what, nine, ten mil this year? Right. He's only scheduled to make that much? Like, come on now. You trying to tell me? You trying to tell me? Poor uh, old boy that was with the Rams uh, last year. Uh, dang, I can't even think about his name. Sammy Watkins. How he get paid more than Julio? Come on now. That's why he's. What does he now. get in a year, Sammy? I think it's like, like fifteen nine. mil. Is it fifteen mil? For a year? It's, yeah, yeah, it is up yeah, there. It's yeah, like 14, 15 mil. 15 mil. Yeah. I forgot about. It. You trying to tell me he deserves more? This dude ain't been healthy. <laughs> and then when he is healthy, he barely catch the ball. He just got speed. So you gonna pay him like that? 
So like, what's a good number for Julio, Ryan? What's a good number? What should he get paid? Yeah. I don't know if he'll get this, but he should definitely get paid in the 18 to 20 million. Yeah. Probably 20 million. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. He needs to get paid 20 million. He needs him and Odell need to be in, in Antonio. They need to be in that same area, but more so him and Odell because they're closer in age. Yeah. Antonio Brown, that dude, beast. But Julio is the number two ride out. Let's just say that because Antonio, when we last time we had this discussion, Antonio was catching the ball when the ball should have been intercepted. He was doing all types of extra. Right. And like he heard our podcast personally. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I'm going to show them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Then, of course, you know, we already touched base on Earl Thomas and what he had. And, you know, his holdout. His holdout, I think, is more so, I think he kind of feels like the the management didn't care when they say they did. Yeah. When they said they're going to take care of him, they didn't really hold true to it. And I seen him uh, in a playoff game, not this, not this past season, but last year, where he was in like this crazy zone. Like it was, it was eerie watching it because you could tell he's just playing in a different level. Mm-hmm. He knew where the quarterbacks on the ball. He was knocking the receivers out. Like he was like, you could see his eyes. And that's the only thing you could see. <laughs> that's the only thing you could see is like his eyes and how beaded in he was. And like when I think about him, uh, I really think of like more so like a, a, a Ed Reedish type player, you know, where he's just he knows what he's doing. He's calling the players on the field, not the defensive coordinator. He's calling it because he sees what's going on, and that's kind of the. That's the zone. Of course, I think Air Reeves still greater safety, but that's the zone that I'm looking at when I see that. What you think? I mean, I agree with you, definitely. And then it don't hurt. I mean, it doesn't, uh, to, you know, go off your point, too. Um, what they, They're reporting that uh, he's working with Terrell Owens now, too, right? I'm talking about Julio Jones? Yeah. Yes, yes. He is. It's kind of scary. That's real scary, you know? Yeah, because everybody knows about T.O.'s secret workouts. Mm-hmm. When everybody thinks, T.O. tell everybody he's going to eat or something, and he go and do a secret workout. <laughs> Just to show he's that much better than you, and he cares that much more about his craft. That's a scary thing for Julio to learn, because Julio don't got T.O. speed, in my opinion. What? But he's almost there. I think T.O.'s fat. I think no. no, I still think Uh-oh. I'm just gonna say it. No, I think no, T.O. was a eat that up. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he's faster. I think T.O.'s no. faster. I think I have to give it to Julio. Julio, you give it to Julio? ran a four three so. on a broken foot. Okay, that's that's usually my line. Exactly. That's why I'm not understanding it. Okay, but that's cool. That yeah, that's cool. But, but the fact me, that they're working together though, that's yeah. pretty dope, you know. Yeah. That debate, but <laughs> I still think T.O. was just a a beast. He, he was, was a beast, and when he hit his top speed, which didn't take long, I didn't see nobody catching him. Like Moss start top speed from the jump. T.O. kind of worked, you know, he's yeah. he's striding to his top speed, but it was just it was nasty, man. I don't think Julio was as fast. If I think he's slightly slower, slightly. Just slightly. Mike, what you what you think, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. I I really feel that Julio is is, is faster than, than T.O. So what made T.O. more special to you? 
He's T.O. It's hard to say. Like That's what I'm saying. You get some, what I'm saying? People, like, some people have, but some people have where their skills speed. are just all around great. And then some yes. people can be good at one thing or another. To me, T.O. didn't and, have, like, he. T.O. was to me that all around great. I mean. But he didn't yeah. really catch with his hands all the time. It, but it was about he timing. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah no, but that's what about, I'm saying. Like, he was definitely smart. T.O. was one of them it's players more that time had. And speed for him. He also, well, T.O. was one of them players that had that extra gear. You know, he had that extra gear, and he would bring it to that field every Bro. Sunday. Yeah. Like, yes. So, yeah. Yes. Which equates to a faster player. He had, a, he had, a, he had another <laughs> gear to hit. He had another gear to hit. No. Thank you, guys. He, no. he did have an extra gear. He did he have did. an extra gear. He, Bro, now you've seen it yourself with Romo. Actually, we've seen it when the Eagles, their first play, in the league, when the first time having T.O. on the on – the, well, the only time. But the first season they had T.O., the first game, they throw the ball up, 65-yard touchdown. I ain't seen that happen with Julio. Like, first play of the season, he's going to throw it up, toss it up there. Why? Because he's better than you. He's faster than you. He worked harder than you. He had a secret workout that morning. Like, this guy – I mean, like – and this ain't – this ain't, is not definitely not down in Julio. Definitely not going to do that. Yeah, we talking – we but, compare him to T.O. But that's Hell greatness not. right there. That's number two receiving yards amongst – only person ahead of him is Jerry. I'm that's sorry. True. I just got to give it – I got to give it to that because T.O. T.O.'s beast. And Julio's beast too, but them two working together is scary. Oh, yeah. Speaking of T.O., what y'all think about T.O. not going to the uh, the Hall of Fame induction? Yeah, I feel like I hey. feel like he should have went. I think so too. I wish he would have went just because I wanted to hear his speech. I think his speech would have been exactly. great. I think he knew he was going to yeah. be an asshole. He knew, yeah. And I think he's like, you know what? Nah, he, I'd rather not. Michael Jordan invited his high school coach exactly. just to talk shit to him. Yes. Of course. <laughs> I mean, of like, that's, and that's Michael Jordan to be loved. Now, Michael wouldn't yes. have been as loved if social media was around then. But still, yeah. Michael yeah. Jordan. Mike, everybody loved. knows Mike's an asshole, though. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Especially after he punk a millionaire. Man, I, I'll never forget oh. that story. <laughs> but, yeah, man, like, you can look at. I'm not. I don't know. I I would have loved to hear the speech, but I'm glad T.O. did what he did, though. I, I, I kind of. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like what Gunn said, like he knew he was going to get up there and act the ass. Plus, it's good for him to just give a middle finger to him. You know, they expect him yeah. to snub him all this time, and they expect him to show up. And yeah, I didn't see ri- ridiculous things. People saying, oh, uh, if I would have known that he was going to uh, pull out of it, I would have never paused. I would have never uh, <laughs> uh, voted for him. I would have never put my vote in there. And it's like, <laughs> really? Like, you that petty that... Yeah. Off of some personal issue that you got with him. Yeah. That's exactly why he did what he did. Yeah. Because y'all that petty. And see, I can't fault him for it. I, for that reason alone, I just can't fault him for it. I mean, I would like you said, I would have loved to see his speech too, but I feel like he's sitting on the Hall of Fame by not going and accepting mm-hmm. the invitation. So yep. most definitely. He's taking a major dump on him. But hey. I don't think so. I think taking a major dump would be like the week before announcing that you're not gonna be there. Going through all the protocol, them going through the rehearsals, doing some commercials, the and then saying, "Nah, I ain't gonna do it." I think, I think he, 
for one, I think he, he plays. He shows that he's actually more shy than what he wants you to believe. He respectfully shat on him is what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, you can give I him think the he got some up his sleeve though. Yeah, he said he's going to announce what he's going to be doing later. Oh, uh, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I think he got some. He's going to do yeah. something. He's going to announce it at a later time. I don't know. It better be amazing. It better be like an HBO special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it needs to be something that, that would be dope. Get excited, though. Yeah, get excited be dope. about. Might be. He coming yeah. back to another team after he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. That would be some <laughs> shit right there. That's a goal of his. Why you yeah, playing? I know. Yeah, I know, I know it's a goal, but I still remember that Seattle preseason oh game my God. where he was burning the secondary, but he couldn't catch he the ball. Catch the ball, yeah. 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 <laughs> Touchdown yeah. pass right in his hands. And he couldn't Went catch. right through his hands. Like, and see, I don't think he was declining. I think he was just excited still. Yeah. yeah. And you they can let see him it. You know? And that was all everybody swear they needed to see. But to me, I'm like, is he old? Yeah. Like, I get tired of management when they're too proud to bring players back. Like, okay, he's been gone a couple of years. Cowboys, see if he got some... Kick them tires. See what you can do real quick. Like, yeah, I mean, he's not asking for a lot of money now. And what's the worst that can happen? If yeah. it don't work out, you cut them. Cut them then, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, if it do work out, then you're looking great. You got you a and I hate stud. hearing coaches say stuff about them. Like, you got Andy Reid who says Terrell Owens was a joy to coach. He never had to worry about him lagging behind. He went 110% every play in practice. Practice? We talking about we talking practice? Talking about practice? Wait, practice? Like, in practice, this dude's going 110%. Andy Reid said this after they jettisoned T.O. Like, man, what is it about him that you didn't like? What, because of some extra, just a little extra here and there? Like, a guy to go 110%? I used to hate those guys on the football field, man. Like, them guys <laughs> act like they never get tired. Like, we running, we running after practice because somebody messed up. He's like, come on, coach, give us another one. Like, no, no, we are <laughs> not going to give you a no. I'm, I'm tired. I ain't, I ain't doing this no more, man. And... Really? He's one of them type of guys that just got all the energy in the world. He's in better shape than you. He works hard at his craft. Why not, man? But, you know, that's just how I feel about T.O., man. So, obviously, I'm a little biased there. Yeah. Still think he was slightly faster than Julio. And that's nah. what I wanted to leave off with. <laughs> <laughs> petty uh, just got down Petty Ryan. Yeah, man. So let's go ahead and get into it, man. So obviously we've been on the whole Kanye West thing. Kanye West is releasing. He's producing a new album for five, dare I say it, six weeks straight. I'll get to that six week, uh, six week straight portion in just a moment. But he just released an album with himself and Kid Cudi called Kid See Ghosts. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm bumping it. You said what, Steven? I said kids see ghosts sometimes. No, it's just called kids see ghosts. I know. Oh. It's, it's the song on there that he's singing. I know, I know, but I'm just like... <laughs> and what's up with Steven's voice this week? It's like, I don't know, man. You, it's just not working for you? It's, it's doing something. I don't know what it's doing. No. <laughs> My allergies messing with me. Steve is know. on his level tonight. Oh, okay. that's what well, it is. That's all you had to say because I sure did forget. I was like, yeah, he's on the Steve on the level. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Steve. Most deaf, most deaf. Hey, shout out to uh, Yay. So yeah, man. You talk about Yay, man. Yeah, man. What you think about the album, Mike? Y'all already know I'm a huge Kid Cudi fan. So that Kid See Ghost, about all I've been playing 
since it's dropped, ain't a day that's gone by that I haven't played it. Uh, and I know it's only been a few days, but I'm playing that like over and over and over. Every time like it stops, I'm like, all right, it's time to start it back. <laughs> but I actually got it playing with the with the Pusha T and the Yay album as well. I made that playlist so, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> but every time I get done with it, I'm like, right, I'm gonna take it back and then I'm gonna let it run all the way through again. So, bro, I had I had the uh, I had the Yay. Uh, what was it? What's it called? I forgot the name of the Yay album. Anyway, I had that on repeat. It has it, different it, names. It, it has a crazy. What like the last track? How, in how the, it sinks! Oh in. my yeah. god! Yeah. It's, it's and you know these hours are only twenty minutes long, so you're gonna get caught up in a loop really quick. And yeah, you're like, oh quick. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but um, did, did you get a chance to listen to it just yet? I haven't checked out Kid Cudi yet. I'm gonna probably check it out within the next couple of days. I've been on a surprise. I've been on ASAP Rocky new album. Really, oh, really, yeah. I've been trying to. That thing tried to kill my speakers the first record. Oh, though. yeah. It got some bump behind it. Got some bump. Bass one. Yes. Man. I know. <laughs> we've been listening to it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I heard that album was, dare I say, average. It kind of is. Average. It's, it's definitely <laughs> experimental, though. Yeah. Okay. And you got to respect their experiments. Okay. Like, okay. So, I'll say that. I mean, other than I that. I guess hence the name, Tessie. Yeah, I was going to say, other than that, I recommend y'all to go back and listen to... There's been some great albums coming out the last month or two. Um, it's not just with good music, but uh, Lil Baby released the album. That's actually, like, very solid. Okay. Let me tell y'all about this. What's that movie that just came out this past weekend? Oh, uh, Superfly. Superfly. The Future. Yes. Yeah. Superfly s- soundtrack it, is it nothing but fire. Like I had to admit, it was pretty hot. Oh my god! <laughs> it's say, uh, it's future high, produced it. I think. Yes. yes, it's yeah. basically a future album, bro. It is so. It's for one, it's way better than I would have originally given him credit. If you tell me Future yeah. was putting this all together, he actually got Khalid um, on there. He got her on there. Yes. Like he got yeah. some surprises. Then he got two joints with Young Thug where he, they beasting together. I'm like. It's, this is a beautiful album, man. Like it's it's really a great soundtrack. So that's a surprise joint. Uh, Young boy never go broke. Never broke again. Never broke again. Young boy NBA. Let me just leave it there so I can home yeah, mess up. You, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steven's like, no, you, you, you messed it up. <laughs> just gonna let me off. Maybach music. Maybach. All right. But you know. Man, that young boy NBA beast. Uh, I, I think, it, yeah, no, the album definitely beast. I think it's pretty legit though the way that these, uh, you know, we had the, the Kendrick, you know, uh, produce Black Panther album. And now mm. we got the, you know, Future, you know, on on the Superfly kind of as the main. Which that's a little more soul in it than I would have thought it originally would have. That makes yeah. a lot of sense, you know, considering the movie, yeah. but. Uh, maybe not necessarily the artist, but considering the movie. But I think it's dope that they like giving these artists that type of, you know what I mean, that being able to produce an entire album based off of, you know, a, a you know, movie or whatever. I yeah, think man, that's a sco- real, basically yeah. it's the score. Yeah, yeah, they had the artist doing the score. I think that's just a dope, you know, step forward for I think music Pharrell, and movies. Yeah, I think Pharrell helped that out when he did that Despicable Me. Yeah, and then he let out that happy song. <laughs> 
Oh yeah. my God, that was crazy, right? But I don't, shout out to Future, man. Future did his thing on there. He really did his thing on the uh, on the Superfly soundtrack. But going into it, uh, Nas comes out this week. Nas. Nobody knows yeah. what the album's called. It's produced entirely by Kanye. Seven tracks. What's your expectations for this? Uh, I don't know what to expect. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to expect, man. But fire. I mean, it's Nas, it's Kanye, it's an album. When I think about that, yeah. When I think about how on point he was with Pusha's instrumentals, yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's gonna be even nastier with Nas. It's gonna be some nasty Nas, man. Nasty Nas. If I don't hear Nas with a feature by Push or by somebody of importance, I'm probably going to be disappointed. However, Nas might be back to that nasty. They say he's rapping back then in 2028. Like, that's the type of vibe. So I'm like, he going to be on some fresh instrumentals, man. So we we don't got the name of the album yet, but I got a track list. Uh, Just real quick, starting from the top to the bottom. Uh, First song is Everything. Then we got Bonjour, Not For Radio, Adam and Eve, Simple Things, Cops, and I Can Explain. Mm. Huh. So you you can kind of feel some variety just even in the names, but yeah. There's a lot of variety there, yeah. I feel like songs like like Not For Radio and Adam and Eve, I feel like those gonna be the two bangers on there. Just title alone, you know what I mean? Uh, like um- Picturing Kanye behind yeah. songs called Not For Radio and Adam, Adam and Eve. Eve yeah. And then putting Nas vocals to that, I think those are going to be the two hottest tracks on there. I'm a I'm an old school hip-hop head, so like, yes. to me, you got to blow me away with that intro. I expect the intro to be something dumb. Yeah. It has to be dumb. We got to come yeah. out like straight spitting. <laughs> it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be dumb. Be. It's actually interesting how that kid see Ghost started out with a Pusha T with verse. Pusha T, yeah. yeah, didn't expect that. Didn't think he was gonna be the only person rapping on there. Yeah, that was interesting. And it's a lot that happens after he raps. Where <laughs> at first I was like, "What?" And then I was like, "That's actually kind of." But it's lit, <laughs> bro. So yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, here's the thing, man. This is the reason why I said possibly six. Kanye hits the homie up on the on the phone. Um, I think he tweets him or something, but no, I think he called him and he's like, "Hey, we gonna have to channel that energy for your seven tracks." The homie that he's talking about is none other than Saha the Prince, bro. Bro, these guys they going crazy. I put something in our in our uh, personal group chat. I don't know if y'all had a chance to look at it. Yeah, I don't even know if I sent it to you, bro. These guys, they were going crazy. They were definitely going crazy here. I thought that was the funniest thing. And I thought I'd be able to find it, but I can't pull it up. <laughs> oh, well. But dude was going in the car going crazy, talking about Sci High, how he's just beasting, and how, he, how Kanye didn't even produce no tracks on uh, No Church on Sundays. And he about to give you seven Kanye gems. Ooh, it's going to be nasty, man. Kind of. What do you what do you what's your views here, Guns? What are you thinking now that you're hearing about this? What's your thoughts on a Saha album produced entirely by Kanye? Man, it just shows that Kanye had a game plan, and a lot of people questioned it. Like seven tracks on these albums, like what's going on? Like Steve would say, that's only a side A. 
I need a side A and a side B. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Man, I, I honestly, Saha man, Saha is one of them, one of them real rappers. You know, um, you know he holds it down. It's kind. Of, I'm, I'm ready to. I, I, I'm kind of curious to see how this him and Kanye is gonna be because you know I, I've been checking out uh Saha albums and and stuff that. Uh, that he's talking about. I don't know if it goes with a Kanye type beat. I could be wrong, but I, you know, it's just something I'm, you know, ready to check out. My only point there would just be to say, think about what Saha says, and think about if he was rapping over his first two albums. Like that's the type of Kanye samples we're getting right now. Yeah. Is like this vintage soulful stuff, and Saha is more soulful than. Like on No Church on Sundays, he definitely went more trap sound. Yeah. But he loves the soulful stuff. And I think this guy in this video, he's going crazy, right? He's like, he's like, hands down, if Saha does an album with Kanye, it's going to be the nastiest album out of all of them. And I was like, you might be right, bro. Like, I was like, at first I was like, nah. And then I was like, that's a bold statement. Yeah. Bro, because Saha's so nice with it. He is. Is that dude is he's compounded like he has? I want to hear him and push do an album together. I've said that, but as far as like lyrics leading to other lyrics, leading to other lyrics, leading to stop nasty, Mike. What you think? I just I I'm a big Kanye fan when it comes to you know the music and all that, so. Honestly, I don't care who you pair him with. I feel like he's he's gonna make magic happen. Uh, Saha is definitely one of them dudes that's up there that you know he can make magic. I mean, they work together. They know you know yeah. they know each other. Kanye know what sound Saha want. You know Saha know what sound Kanye can produce. I mean, I feel like yeah, it's it's one of those match made in heaven type of things. True. But I also feel that Kanye, like I said, he's gonna mess with anybody. Yeah, but I think Kanye, and I'm glad you brought that up that he's worked with Kanye. Honestly, Saha has helped put out a lot of Kanye classics. Right. Like, he was there for my dark, twisted fantasy. He's the reason why some of them songs were put together. Yeah. And if I could get my dark, twisted fantasy type of yay production with a Saha, oh, uh, yeah, I'm ready for that. Because uh, can we just agree on one thing? Uh, Kanye has shown a lot of diversity in these beats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's. I agree. I mean, you can agree with the, and I think the Ye production was not as great as the other two albums so far because the Ye album was actually redone right. uh, after those comments and everything. So it was kind of put together, rushed, and then you can kind of hear it in the distortions here and there. Yeah. But like the Nas album was done. Like all he got to focus on right now, and the Tiana Taylor's done. All right, but, <laughs> but y'all got to focus on right now. Is some beats that you can make for for Saha, bro. I'm, I'm excited. It's super exciting. It's almost as exciting as trying to figure out where LeBron's gonna go. And LeBron? yeah, because you know he might move around. Steve, you don't think he's gonna move? LeBron would never no, switch no. teams. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. We go he would never shade. hold a press conference. <laughs> talk about where he's gonna go. I, I don't know what we're talking about over here. It trips yeah, me out because. Golden State won the championship, but it seems like everybody is wondering and talking about where's LeBron going. Yeah. You don't hear about the Warriors winning that championship. You're wondering where LeBron is playing next year. Yeah, because we know 
I think deep we, down, know we know the Warriors are probably got a great chance of being there next year. Yeah. And depending on where LeBron yeah. goes, it'll be interesting to see him there. I personally wouldn't mind seeing him in New Orleans. I think that'd be a great fit. He can run the point position. And he got two big guys who can sh- who can shoot and who ain't afraid to go and put it in the rim. So I think that would be a great move for him. But I'm just curious where you guys see his landing spot being. I see his – I think his best spot is San Antonio. Okay. I think his actual landing spot is going to be either – Staying in Cleveland, pulling a fast one, and staying in Cleveland, and just overhauling what they have. I don't like that. Or owner. going I really to LA. Don't like Gilbert. Yeah, that's no one, that's no like, one likes that's Gilbert. Like, but that's like my main reason. If we're being yeah. honest, the main reason LeBron left the first time was it, it had really nothing to do with pairing up with uh, D Wade or you know creating a super team. He just saw that as a great opportunity to get away from Dan Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> if we being honest, go back like even when LeBron signed back, he went Dan back Gilbert, for the city. Though Dan Gilbert still had that comment up on the website. He had that up for months after LeBron signed. Back. Yeah, yeah, that, that boy was solid. And he's like, still talking that stuff, talking about he can build a championship team without LeBron. And I don't think he can. Good luck. That's buddy. why LeBron needs to leave. Good luck. Everybody knows. But that. I, but at, like I said, I feel like he's either going to be in LA or he's going to f- pull a fast one and stay in Cleveland. Okay. What do you think, Guns? What's the landing spot? Mm. Man, I kind of want to see LeBron end up in H-Town with the Rockets. Um, I think he will end up in a Laker uniform. Mm. I think he will. They're already talking about his kids are already, um, you know, enrolled in schools in L.A., Uh, and then, of course, you know, he was saying, too, that, you know, his decision is going to be based off of, you know, for his family, and the kids are already in school in LA. It's like, I think he'll be a Laker. And then on top of that, I think with what's going on between LeBron and Kobe right now, I think LeBron could kind of clap back at Kobe by going back, you know, to LA playing for his former team yeah. and actually doing something with the Lakers. Kobe need to go ahead and go into coaching. I just want to say that Kobe, we can Kobe, come. To, Kobe's not a coach. I'm just saying we could circle back around to that real quick. I, we can debate that, but go ahead, Mike. What was your? What were you gonna say about LeBron? I, uh, so I was gonna say I did see a report from the high school official of where the where they supposedly had a enroll, and they had denied it. Now, of mm-hmm. course, it's the media, so you never know. You know what's gonna happen there. But Gary Payton confirmed it too, though. I don't know how true it is. It is Gary Payton, though. I do got a question, though, because it's been brought up before. All right. Uh, LeBron puts that jersey on. He puts on the purple and gold. Is he automatically right there the best Laker in history, in Lakers history? No. Nah. Nah. I mean, he would have to go out and – He got to get some years on this. He got to gotta get a ring or two how many in order to be even that? talked about in that, you know, that light. Okay. Um – I mean, but yeah, I mean, I, he has the potential, I think. But like I said, it, it would only be if he would have to run, he would have to win a couple of rings, at least one. Yeah. You know, to even like I said, to even be discussed in that uh, in that light. I'm sorry. To I me, in history, you gotta win more than three for Lakers for the Lakers because they actually have a gold standard there. I mean, yeah. they have a lot of Hall of Fame players, and before Kobe, people were saying Magic was the goat, and then uh, what was it? 
Who's old boy before him? Uh, Keem Olajuwon. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem. There we go. But Olajuwon. Uh, Houston, my bad. You know, they were t- he, legend. And it was like, that's when Magic went ahead and played center so they could win. And like, this, I mean, there's some special players with the Lakers, man. Yeah. Uh, you can't do that just for playing for a year or two with yeah. them. Uh, another kind of tie into that question Do you think him going to LA Because me and you are on the same page Do you think him going to LA Puts them over the top Against the Warriors Absolutely not Like we talked I mean I've been what, on record saying that No matter where LeBron goes It's not going to be enough to be Golden State What other pieces in LA do you think Would be enough or, or at least something where he can compete. You know, we talking. You know, at least taking him to seven. What you know? Is it a PG thirteen out there that he need? Or I mean, would they have to overhaul the the Lakers as a whole? We talking about possibly getting rid of Lonzo because they're both pass first, mm-hmm. big body point guards at the end of the day. You know, I mean, they would kind of have to kind of clear and clean house a little bit. Um, of course, you know, LeBron going to L.A. Or not going to L.A., but um, we will talk about in order for them to compete, you know, you would have to have a healthy LeBron. You probably need to more than likely try to uh, force a trade to try to get CP3. Okay. I think he would need like a point guard, like a CP3 type point guard. I don't think Lonzo, I don't think that would be a good fit. He wants somebody that can score too. Yeah. And then maybe adding a PG-13. Okay. And even that, like I said, that's it's a stretch. Still not like, it's still not enough. <laughs> because, like I said, I just feel like the Warriors are that damn good. Like, it, it's going to take a lot more than that. It's a well-built team. They're going to be around for a while. It's going to take one of them leaving, like, at the end of their contract, or them making a the trade they shouldn't have made in order for them to mess up what they got going on right now in Golden State. So nobody can stop Golden State but Golden State. Exactly. Mm. Now, if you think Would it was, you say they're dangerous? But if you think the Pelicans had a LeBron presence, along with their other gifted players that they have there, you don't think that would make a big difference in who comes out the West? Pelicans don't have shooters, though, man. LeBron they needs don't. shooters. And then I don't know how the cap number on that, but could they make that work? Because you still got to sign Cousins, too. They, they're they not making Cousins a priority is the problem. And I think if you bring in a LeBron, you close the door on Cousins. Yeah. I, I don't think that happens. I know you were kind of referring, Ryan, uh, I know you were saying, you know, having the two big men that can they can shoot, one of them is going to be gone, and it's most likely going to be Boogie. It's going to be yeah. Boogie. And in that case, they're not really planning on, you know, getting okay. rid of AD. Let me, let me ask you this. If you're a player and you're thinking about leaving your respective team, all right, we ain't going to just leave this to New Orleans, but if you're thinking about leaving your respective team or opting out and then you hear LeBron's coming, what what is your mind frame change to at that point? Yeah, and probably want to stay. But he got <laughs> want you there, though. If he don't want you, it don't matter. I mean, but the thing is, too, though, I mean, it really depends on the type of player we are talking about because, you know, you got some players in the league that's willing – to adjust their contracts and, you know, take pay cuts. Yeah. But then you got majority 
other players are like, I need, I'm trying to get out of my money. I'm trying to get out of my coins. Shit, I thought that was only LeBron and Wade and Bosh. At the, those are really the only ones I've really seen. You well, see KD's KD do been it. doing it. Yeah, you KD's see KD do it, doing it. it. a little bit. Dirk's done it almost his whole career. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm definitely not including Dirk in that. Dirk to like what? Eight million one year or something like I that. I mean, it's you know fine. what I'm saying? Like he's not. I'm and, not and including him. I see what you're saying though about you know somebody coming back because that's kind of one of the things that I brought up with with San Antonio because everybody's talking about Kawhi basically using this injury kind of the way Kyrie supposedly was trying to do with Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Kawhi's kind of using his injury to say, you know, I need y'all to get rid of me. When you hear LeBron is in town and might be signing. You probably gonna get healthy real quick. You know what I mean? If you if you Kawhi in his camp, you know what I'm saying. I'll say yeah. you're gonna be trying to look real healthy. I don't want to see him go to Houston because that's gonna backfire on them so bad in the playoffs. I agree. Ooh, I think so too. I agree. But the only reason why I say Houston because that's to me that's probably gonna be the best chance he has to beat the Warriors. I, I think, think LeBron has, but I honestly think yeah, LeBron has the right mind frame. Any team he goes to, he wants to have a dominant, somewhat center or a dominant big. That's his thought process. Now, if it don't play out, no. i.e. Kevin Love, if it don't play out that no. way, uh, that's not what he was looking for. When he first hooked up with Bosh, Bosh used to kill it in Toronto. He, re- like y'all said, the he LeBron effect. It. He mellowed out when he was in, in Miami. He still did a good job, but, like, y'all remember Bosh? We used to claim him. Remember that? Yo, he from Dallas. <laughs> so yeah, when he got yeah. from Miami, he was like, nah, that's Littlefoot. He was, <laughs> he, he was in the land full time. You know what I'm saying? That was the exact switch. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. 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 <laughs> but, yeah, you know, but that's, that's how I look at it. Like, he looks for the big, so that's why I thought um, New Orleans, you know, respectfully, that's why I thought New Orleans would be a good place. I don't think he would do a great with a, a for one, they already got Chris Paul and they already got Harden. You got to get rid of Chris Paul at that point because he's not he's not going to do good with three guys handling the ball. No, LeBron has to have the ball half the time. I don't know. I think they'll make it work because if you recall, we was before – Chris Paul and James Harden played together when he signed with Houston. A lot of people talk about, oh, that's not going to work. They both need the ball. I feel like they made it work. I feel like they could make it work with LeBron, too. You really think so? I really think so. Meanwhile. But the difference who's the ball go through? No, nah, who's the ball go through real quick, Mike? But I will get back to that. Yeah. Who's the ball go through? I mean, it depends on the game situation. I mean, if we looking at I'm the end, about, of, if we talking about the end of the game, it's going to go through LeBron. I think they gonna let they'll let Harden. You think Harden, <laughs> bro? Hold, you gotta let me talk. Go ahead, LeBron go ahead. is a. If you look at Brian's game, LeBron will pass the ball. He does not mind passing the ball off. That's true. I think Harden I think can actually move around the court like a little Steph Curry Man, can you know, and get open. Like, he hates doing that. But I think he I does. think they'll do it. <laughs> If it, you gotta think about it, I mean, they they will sacrifice. I feel like they will sacrifice <laughs> if LeBron is committed to coming to Houston. Like okay. I can see that. This happening. is where you know where I love to see him go, and I think it would actually work if this happened. Assuming they could get rid of Melo. Okay, see, I would love to see LeBron and Westbrook on the court together. Still no. Not enough. No. You don't think that would be enough? Definitely not enough. Definitely be enough. Definitely not enough for gold. Hold on, you think that would be another KD and Westbrook type of situation? I, I think that's ether. Really? That's all I got to say. Highly flammable. 
Cause I don't know. They're not going to work out. That's a good thing. Okay. They're not going <laughs> to work. Like, I might say. Because you know, basketball, they be like, he's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> be no. like, oh, Ether. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm about to say, because Westbrook, he can't play with another big dominant player. That's just out of the question. He, that's not him. He can't do it. And he will not change his ways. Yeah. Even if, say, even if guns I just want to see him team go with somebody so bad. Because he goes, like, that dude give you give you everything, every game. He does, but he does. Uh, it, it's just bad. That's, my, that's selfish thoughts. It, is, I know. it is bad, though, that, that he does that. My issue with him going to Houston is I just don't see – I see him passing the ball out of a potential game-winning shot too often. And it's like, who yeah. are you passing to? You passing to Chris Paul, who also passes the ball in potential game-winning shots? Are you passing to Hart? You know what I mean? It's like, I, I said it from the jump. The I just, those three together just wouldn't, to me, just wouldn't work. So let me ask you this, Mike. What team is better? Houston with LeBron or San Antonio with LeBron? I feel like San Antonio is. Yeah. I, I really it. do. You got, okay, so you got to understand defense. this. Especially not off this, based off this past season. No, right. Houston was probably one of the best teams coming, yeah. well, coming yeah, to the playoffs. Well, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, Kawhi played, what, nine games? You know, you got to think about what Kawhi and LaMarcus Aldridge bring to the table for LeBron. They bring right. premier defenders. Not which he just him. does not have enough of. Tristan Thompson showed up what, almost literally once in a blue moon. Like, <laughs> and and Kevin Love, you know he. I mean he. Kevin Love was consistent, uh, you know, rebounding and stuff like that. Uh, but he just wasn't that score. But then you got somebody like Kawhi, who's a pretty consistent score, and he could play defense. Lamarcus Aldridge could play defense. They got you know some some great point guards. Uh, as well, that can actually shoot and defend. One of the biggest problems with Cleveland is they can't defend anybody. Man. You go to a team that's built around that defense, plus they got people who could legitimately score 30-plus yes. points a night, 20-plus points a night, yes. and get about 20 boards. Yes, yeah. that's – and you got Coach Pop. All right, so what is your starting five if he's in San Antonio? Tony? Tony didn't even start this season. Yeah. He well, he was uh, hurt he was a lot, hurt. though. He was, he was they hurt had a lot. young cat in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, they had Murray out there, didn't they? Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. But Tony was hurt a lot, too. I, I had to go take a look, really, at they full roster. I'm mostly looking at it from the uh, mindset of LeBron, Kawhi, and, and Aldridge, uh, like, right now. Don't forget about and, Paul Gasol. And I was going to say, I, I, you know, Gasol in there as well. Yeah. You can't but tell me that team's not well, at least Aldridge putting is even a like dick. a shell of himself. Like it's he, no, he showed out this year. He showed he out. He turned the switch on, especially whenever when they determined Kawhi okay. was not going to come back. And that's Aldridge really brought his. But, but that's my point. When Kawhi is not there, okay, now I can step up. I can be who y'all thought I was going to be. Let Kawhi show back up. Where he going to do? He going to disappear. And I don't know what that is with some of these great players. Like Michael Jordan tend to make a lot of players around them better. It was actually a lot of players that just tend to make the guys around them better. Steve Nash uh, was one of them, in my opinion. Like, they, you know, they play up to the occasion. But with some of these players, they just draw all the energy from everybody because they're, they have to be a great player. And I don't think that 
I don't think that's a good fit for LeBron. I honestly don't think neither one. If LeBron go to a Texas team, it'll be a sad day. That's all I got to say there. I agree. As much as I hate to Well, he's not because he's going to L.A., I believe. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to L.A. You better go I to think Philly, we can man. all agree on that one. He'll be, he'll he'll be, probably LA. be in L.A. Yeah, more than likely he's in L.A. Philly don't make as much sense as people want, want it to make. I don't think that's a good fit it's either. Not, it's not. They don't have pure shooters. So they don't. Lie. They don't got people who can create their own shot. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what LeBron needs. Gotcha. And – just to kind of, I don't want anybody, I don't want you guys thinking, listening to this. Yes, you. I don't want you thinking this. <laughs> we know the Warriors won. They swept. They won the finals. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> like, we saw this happening. Yeah, I, I called I it. I think I was on, was, I the, was me and you guys on the people called that called it? Me, we was the only ones that called sweep. Um, I thought LeBron was good for one or two games. I, I he, call, okay, let's before we go any further. Should have got a game. He got he got game one. Yeah, he played his what, ass off game one. He, he got me. robbed by them refs and he got robbed by J.R. Smith. And, More so J.R. Smith. And, More so J.R. Smith. And George Hill. We just gonna. Oh, I thought he was gonna say the broken yeah. hand. I get that. Man, I thought you was gonna say the broken hand. That didn't happen to right after game one when yeah, he tried to really hit J.R. Smith my, in the zone. My issue is, yes, George Hill definitely did screw up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, Jr. had the ball in his hand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so my question is, do y'all, do y'all really see any team touching Golden State? Because I'll even throw this out there. I don't think Golden State played good at all this postseason. They didn't play that great. No, they didn't. They should have lost to Houston. That's the worst part about it. They played poorly because nobody else can meet their caliber of play. And and even at that and that's a credit to them because it shows like their 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 chemistry. You know, Steve Curry, like, that team is solid. Like, they're going to be around probably another three to four years. I, I, I still trip at that uh, that, that KD3, the, the dagger in game three. I swear, yeah. it, looked, it looked like he was tired of winning when he made that <laughs> shot. Like, he hit that hole, and he was like, Oh, man, here we go again. <laughs> God damn, I need to go back to OKC. <laughs> Challenge myself. Tired, like, they, like you said, they just, like, that was not even 100% Golden State. And they swept a LeBron-led team. Okay, so this is where the, where the drama is coming. Do y'all believe KD should have got MVP or should it have been Curry? Curry got robbed. Curry in my opinion, he got robbed. I, I'm you gonna fight you, but what I'll, you think? See, you think I'm he got robbed too? too? Yeah, I'm fighting just, a little too. Just, just think about it like this: they're out to set um, KD up to be compared to LeBron. He's gonna go maybe three and four in the finals, and he's gonna have three finals MVP, which LeBron has. But the argument is gonna be he's three and four, and LeBron's three, three and nine, three and ten, maybe. That's how I see it. Uh, man, you just kinda, I, I don't know where you're going. I think on the cool, <laughs> Curry got robbed, but I, he kind of robbed himself too because that's, I think it was my point. the one game he had off that hurt him. That, that was the determining right factor. Because KD had the step up, and KD was already in a nice rhythm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was doing, like, it wasn't the fact that he was scoring. We know he can do that. It was the assist. Didn't he have a triple double? I think no. he Wait, fell nah, right so. short under yeah, it, I think. Just short. I don't think he had a triple double. For that game? For that? Yeah. He down there did, though. I mean, the assists, he had like 11 assists. I'm like, hold up. 
Like, did he just like we didn't we, we don't get to see this anymore. We don't get to so, see KD take over again. You don't get to see Curry. We got to see Curry like the game before takeover. But yeah, and we don't get to see these guys in their own. You know, with respect to them, we don't get to see them have the game in their hands and be just them because it's too many stars. It's too many. Like, I think I told y'all, I was like, if one of them's off the court, let the other one just run it and see what happened. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened because Curry was a ghost. Like, he just couldn't hit nothing. And Durant was just like, I got you. And he and was then, just on fire. And Durant was a lot more consistent, you know, through the course of the four games. He was a lot more consistent than Curry was. Curry had the, you know, the threes, you know, the finals record. Uh, nine threes, You know, in the nine threes in, that's in still one that. game. And and that's amazing. Don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, coming up, you know, cold in that game three is ultimately what did it. So and to me, I don't blame. I mean, I I don't feel like he got robbed. And I think he gets hot when he does go in the hole. Like when he goes in there, he does his layups or whatever. Mm-hmm. Lord knows he can't dunk, but you know he goes in there, he does his layups and stuff. That gets him in a nice rhythm, and he right. just wasn't being aggressive enough. So I don't know what happened there. Um, you know, man, I wanted to play that. Steve, you got that video? You ain't got the audio to play? Nah, I don't, I don't have it. Man, did y'all see that video with Delonte West? <laughs> I've seen it tonight. Bro. Set the same, ain't it? Bro. Okay, so Delonte West puts out a video. Is it he... really Delonte West, though? Oh, yes. Definitely Delonte. It's definitely Delonte. And he has a new son, which I didn't know, don't really care, but, you know, big ups to the son. And he was talking about how he doesn't want to name his son after himself because he didn't want his son to grow up with that embarrassment. And I, and I was cool watching the video because he's just talking super calm. And he's like, I don't want kids being, ah, your day slept with LeBron James' mom. Ah, I don't want to be that kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? Like, so, bro, did you just... It definitely catch you off guard. Bro, it so caught me way me. off so guard. Bad. I wasn't so, even... I was like, did this... LeBron gonna slide his ass. <laughs> I'll tell you. He, he With got, that broken hand that he bro, got. to punch him now. He <laughs> has to. That's, that's the only thing to do is unless, punch him in the face. Unless Jay Prince tells him to chill, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jay Prince said I can't punch Can we talk about time. that for just 30 seconds? Before we talk about that, though, too, I kind of wanted to shout out uh, Lil Wayne, man. We got to acknowledge yeah. the fact that he is free from he cash free. money. Easy F, baby, and the F is for free. We got the Carter coming out. That's big. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to expect from it. Honestly, I could care less if that album was whack or not. <laughs> the fact that he is free yeah. and all of his future releases are going through Universal. Oh, yeah. Um, he better he better do some numbers and there's with, some, with the car. And there's some uh, yeah, there's some non factual numbers going out there too. Talking about that label paid him a little over ten million. Let's just be real. These numbers that he was fighting for, the guy owned forty nine percent. Why? I don't know why. But he owned forty nine percent of young money. Mm. The guy yeah. was due royalties for like the least the last six to ten years. Yeah. There's lots of M's involved in this. And for him to settle he might have settled for less than he originally wanted, but don't I don't think nobody should get that twisted. Don't think because some little st- stupid outlet says ten million that that's what it is. Yeah. They, everybody they had an actual statement come out and said the actual numbers have not been released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude probably got paid something absurd because think about it, he just gave up his his record label. He gave up Young Money just now. Yeah, that's under, that's gonna be under um, Birdman period. Now you know what I'm saying like. Yeah. 
I think that's I think that's something to take into account, man. Um, big ups to Wayne. Glad he got his freedom. I'm just surprised that Drake let a, another man tell him not to diss back. And <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much you respect you have for that man, like I respect Jay Prince. Never met him a day in my life, and I respect Jay Prince. So don't get that part twisted, because Lord knows he got people listening. But <laughs> I would I would um, I wouldn't even be mad at that. But this the whole thing with. With him telling Drake not to respond, it makes me think Drake didn't even have a response. I think right. that's the truth. <laughs> I don't I think, think so he too. did either. <laughs> I, I already said that. He didn't have nothing. Jay Prince, man. But he's Drake, man. All he needs to really do is drop another hit. We'll forget. That's what we do with great artists. You forget mm-hmm. that that great artist has a cocaine habit. Soon the Scorpion drop, he gonna get clowned. You think so? Yeah, the album could be great, and it most likely will be. He's gonna Definitely. get clown. No, if it's great, he'll they'll let it go. But the fact nah, that he followed up with "I'm upset," he getting clown regardless. Yeah, that, that must. He would have been better off holding God's plan off until <laughs> <laughs> after he got rolled. But <laughs> man, I didn't think we was gonna end the show on Drake, but oh well. <laughs> Well, man, we reached that time of the show, Thanks. man. So it's really time to get up out of here. So without further ado, the sports talk on the gun range, ladies and gentlemen. Click clack. Bang, bang. Be out of here. Check us out next week. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.